Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. What do you lie about? About trying to get pregnant. She had been lying to me for a year about taking her birth control pills. So what else are you lying about? About being married to someone else. He told me he was divorced. That's why I accepted his engagement ring. Plus, the number one lie spouses tell. How many of y'all have done that? And how to avoid it. The most destructive lies we ever tell are... Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. If it matters to you, that's what I want to talk about. Ten seconds to end. We love you. Well, thank you. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Ready, camera five. Three, take track. Go, Dr. Cal. Let's do it. Well, let's see. Boy, have I got some lies here. Here's, here's, here's a good lie. I told my girl my dog died to get out of going on a date with her. Is this purse a real Prada? Why, yes, it is. I faked an orgasm and said sex was great when really I just wanted it to be the hell over with. (laughs) To get out of going to the prom with a guy from high school, I told him I was having jaw surgery. P.S. Dr. Phil, if you read this on TV, would you tell him I'm sorry? These are just some of the lies members of today's audience admit they've told. And we're going to see who will fess up to them later in the show. (laughs) So here's a question. Do you lie? Maybe you tell a little white lie here and there, or maybe you're in a relationship with somebody who's always lying to you. Well, I bet you didn't know this. People lie an average of three times in the first 10 minutes when they are trying to get to know each other. Three times in 10 minutes. How long have I been going here? (laughs) Let's see. Well, today we're going to get to the bottom of this and tell you why you lie, why someone may be lying to you, and how to stop it, whether it's you or somebody else. Now, a recent survey revealed that men lie six times a day, but women lie three times a day. I actually tweeted that statistic the other day, and one woman responded, that's because women ask men more questions than the other way around, so they have to lie more. Look, some lies might be small and seem harmless, but others can ruin relationships. And that's exactly what happened with Aaron and Eric. I do believe that my lying completely destroyed my marriage. When we got married, I went off my birth control pills and didn't tell Eric until a year later. We had talked about kids and I told her, you know, I really don't want kids. Pushing, saying, I want them, I want them soon. I had asked her repeatedly, have you taken your birth control pill? And I'd say yes. If he ever started getting suspicious, I would take a placebo and say, look, I'm taking my pill. We had an argument, and Erin basically blatantly told me that she had stopped taking birth control. It felt like somebody punched me in the gut. I was so angry with her. 
I couldn't see straight. I had been lying to him for a year. Eric and I got divorced a month ago. I just want to start over, be back with him, him loving me. I want to get married again. And I still have a lot of trust issues. And quite honestly, I don't know if they can be dealt with. There's been a lot of damage done to our relationship. This isn't something you just did in the blink of an eye. This lie went on for a year. Correct. For a year, you said, I'm on birth control. So we're safe, we're good, we made a deal, I'm living up to it. And so you lived that lie for a year. So how'd you justify it? You, you had to tell yourself something. I just wanted it bad enough that I decided I'd do what it took to get it, even if that meant hurting him. How do you feel about that? I'm pretty hurt. Um, it really bothers me that she did that, and we definitely had some issues. Um, when I did find out, uh, I didn't know how to react. I just didn't really know what to do. That was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to deal with. How'd you find out? We were having an argument uh, the day before one-year wedding anniversary mm -hmm. and uh, over something small and stupid, I'm sure. And at the end of it, she decided to tell me that she had been lying to me for a year about taking her birth control pills. So you did that to hurt him further? No, I knew I wanted to tell him. Um, I wanted to tell him. I just didn't have... to get it off her chest. I didn't have the nerve to tell him until I was a little bit worked up. So you, you did it in anger? I didn't do it in anger. I did it after we what had you worked calmed up down how? a little. What, what, what? I mean, I was just... My adrenaline was pumping. It finally just... I was able to spit it out without <clears throat> hesitation. So you wanted him to take a fertility test? Correct. Because something must be wrong, because you knew you sure weren't taking the pill. Right. Uh -huh. And I think that's actually what we were arguing about that night. And I didn't put two and two together at the time. It, it makes sense now why she wanted me to do that. And I just I kind of kicked myself, because I just didn't see it Okay, so you guys wound up splitting. And now you're thinking about getting back together. I want that. I don't know if he does. We have been trying to work things out. We've been talking a lot more. Um, we started kind of going back to a dating phase, if you will. I don't know if I really want to let four years of my life go just like that. So I, I still here. So should he trust you? I think it's going to take a while for him to trust me. Yes, well, I, I do. I'm I, not asking you. No, yeah. I'm asking, based on what you know about you, mm -hmm. if. The only way you're ever going to do this is to stop lying and start telling the truth. Right. And the biggest lies we ever tell, the most destructive lies we ever tell, are the lies we tell ourselves. When you lie to yourself, then you're really crippling your ability to interact with the world. Right. Are you trustworthy at this point? Right now, no. I'm still the same person. I need help working on myself so that I can get to the point where I can be comfortable with where I am so that he can be comfortable with me. So what do you think about her saying, no, you should, I know me better than you do, and you should not trust me? It kind of bothers me a little bit. A little I bit? Would, I, yeah, a little bit. I would hope would that she would have learned. It, it, it does bother me, but I, mean, I, I give her more credit than I think she okay. does herself. Are, are, you, are you ready to be honest? Yes. I mean, just unvarnished truth. You know, my dad used to say, for every rat you see, there's 50 you don't. So you catch somebody in one lie, 
I guarantee you there's a whole bunch more behind the pipe. So what else are you lined up? We'll think about that and you can answer it when we come back. Tomorrow on an all new Dr. Phil. The hottest topics that moms debate. We all think the other kid is ruder than ours. <laughs> Mothers want polite kids. Temper tantrums. This is one of the many bits that she has. Just teach her that you're serious the first time you open your mouth. Why are you counting to three? To spank. I have a three-year-old nephew who I will spank in public. Or not to spank. How dare you walk around the house with a belt threatening a three-year-old? That's tomorrow. Erin is motivated by instant gratification. When she wants something, it has to be right now. I was out on a business trip. I just decided to go look around, maybe test drive a Camry, and ended up leaving with a brand new 2009 SE. When I saw the car, I was livid. It's a $30,000 vehicle that shows up in my driveway. I did it when he was awake. He couldn't say no. She buys a cat while I was out of town. Why do we need another cat? <sighs> I'm really uncomfortable with my weight. We got the elliptical machine. She finds probably the largest one there. Okay, if you'll use it, you promise me you'll use it. I told him I'd use it every day. It basically sat. Well, today we're talking about lying and how it can destroy trust in a relationship. Now, a recent international study by Reader's Digest uh, says spouses lie the most about where they are. Uh, I'm sure you've heard a lot of these before. I'm still at the office. I'm stuck in traffic. Uh, how many of y'all have done that? You lie about where you are or how soon you left. Okay. How many of you are lying by keeping your hands down? Okay. Look, everybody does it. I mean, that's why you, you haven't invented this, right? Okay. And so, yeah, I want you to know that. Erin uh, lied about something much bigger than that. She went off birth control for a year lied to her husband about it. Now, Eric and Aaron are now divorced, but they admit that they're still sleeping together and are considering getting remarried. We are involved romantically again. Yeah, I'd say he's a friend with benefits. Eric is very easy to persuade. I know the things he likes, so I use them against him. I hold sexual favors over his head. He's been helping me out financially. If I were to get sexually involved with somebody, that would be cut off. I love her very much, but it feels like every time I give, I don't get back what I'm looking for. Eric is confusing me right now. <laughs> One day he'll say, you know, I do want to try it, and then the next day I'll see something that he's written that says I don't want anything to do with her. Okay, now, let's, I gave you a minute to think when we took the break. If, if you're ever going to have a future, in this relationship, you're going to have to stop lying, right? Correct. Because right now, you've been found out. Right. You outed yourself. Right. Okay, so at this point, there's a huge confidence crisis with you. And, and I do not believe that's the only lie that you're telling. Is there anything else you want to get out now? Get it, put it on the table. No, I mean, there's always little white lies about things. Like, oops, I bought a car. Uh, and it had a cat in the back seat. <laughs> uh, seriously. No, I mean, he knows all the big things. You two are having sex now? Well, not right now. I mean, 
but you're sexually active again, right? Correct. Uh, are you on birth control now? No. And do you know that? Yes, sir. And so you're taking precautions? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, do you think that you would be hurt if when you were having that argument and said, I think you need to take a fertility test, and he got all worked up, as you called it, and said, well, I just might as well tell you, I had a vasectomy. And you'd been trying for a year to get pregnant. How would you have felt about that? I mean, I would have been crushed, just like he was when I told him I wasn't taking my pills. I mean, I would have felt sick. I'd have been angry. I'd have probably left. Would you ever do that to her? Absolutely not. Hey, do you, tell me this. Why do you lie? Because I know if I tell him I'm going to do something before I do it, he's going to say no. So you'd rather ask forgiveness than permission? Kind of how I was raised, yeah. <laughs> when you were buying the car, you, you, you knew that was not something that you guys had discussed. You were taking on a multi-year commitment. We had talked about getting a different car. We had talked about getting a used car. Used. Used. That's the key term. Yeah. We, okay, were trying, so we were, trying, we were okay. trying to get out of my lease. and Yeah, I, I mean, okay, so I knew it was wrong now, when I did it. This, this is the important thing for you to pick up on. Even now, she's not being truthful with you. I'm sorry, you're just not. Even now, she's trying to kind of walk the edges. Like, say, you knew he didn't want you to buy that car. Well, we had kind of talked about it. And, well, actually, a used car or a new car. Well, you know, it, instead of saying, no, no, I knew he wasn't going to be happy about that. No, I knew he wasn't going to be happy about well, it. What just, you said. When well, I asked you about it, you said, well, we had talked about it. You were lying by omission to yourself then. You were trying to justify it by saying, eh, it wasn't totally out of it. You knew. That was not something you guys had agreed to do. Right. And when I asked you about it, you were not forthcoming about it. Because you haven't, you haven't decided, look, they can kill me, but they can't eat me. I'm just going to tell the truth. What the hell? I'm just going to tell the truth. You're not there yet, are you? I'm trying not to look like a complete... I don't know what I'm allowed to say on TV. Say um, whatever you want to say. If it's the truth, I mean, I'd be it's refreshed. The it's the truth. I feel like I'm the world's biggest bitch. I mean, I have done horrible things to him. I would be amazed if he could ever forgive me. I, you, I don't see, know that has a ring of honesty to me. Not that you're a bitch, but that you... I am. No, that's no, honest. I want, be, I want to be clear about that. It has a ring of honesty to me that that's how you feel, that yeah. that's how you're being seen by him at this point. That's honest. In my opinion, that's the first honest thing you've said to me since we got here. You've been waffling and justifying and muttering and you just can't seem to quite make a sentence. I'm just terrified of... Everybody else knowing I'm a bitch. <laughs> of my friends, my family, his family, everybody. I mean, I'm not just talking to these people. <laughs> Look, I don't know how you define being a bitch, but I don't think that of you at all. I think you just have just not much of a relationship with the truth. I think you decide, you, you decide that if you want it and you have a problem with immediate gratification and impulse control, you just decide to claim it. You just do it. Correct. You got a car, you got a cat, you got a, you know, you, you spit out the birth control pills just because you wanted it. Right. And, and so that's not a very empathetic, it's not a very mature relationship dynamic. You don't look at it from his point of view. Right. Now, he could be totally wrong. But that doesn't mean you lie to get around it, you negotiate it. But you shouldn't trust her. She's not being honest yet. I mean, do you get that? She's getting there. I mean, I, I definitely think she has some uh, growing up to do. And that's kind of how I've justified it in my head, is she has some growing up to do. I've had time to make my mistakes. But um, 
that's what bothers me. It's the, the mistakes that she's making, taking us both down, and I don't know how okay. to get well, past that. So you think she's making progress? She's here. She's here. I and mean, that's, a, exactly. that's a huge positive. Exactly, and that's kind of the way I look at it. She's here. Uh, we've, we talked in the hotel last night after we started taping, and she really, honestly, to me, truly feels bad and understands what she's done. Well, I here's think, the now. question you need to think about while we take a break. Okay. Is she sorry for what she did, or is she sorry she got caught? So after all the lies, do Eric and Aaron even have a chance to make this work the second time around? I'm going to tell you how you can trust again, and I'm going to get the answer to that question. Plus, find out why you may be lying and how to stop it. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. kids from the moment I met her. I thought I'd be married and have children by 25. I pretty much knew I didn't want kids growing up. I can take care of myself and I'm, I'm good at taking care of myself, but taking care of someone else is a completely different ballgame. I'm only 24, but I just feel like it would make my life complete. We weren't in a place where we could afford to have kids. I was trying to get a timeline in her head that I was thinking. She wasn't happy with my timetable. He has me very confused because he never wants kids, but he thinks that someday he'll change his mind and that he'll want children. It's hurtful. Are you a liar? Are you lied to? Well, we're talking about how and if Trust can be rebuilt in a relationship if your significant other has lied to you or you've lied to them and you've been outed. Now, Erin lied for a whole year about taking birth control, knowing full well that her husband wasn't ready for children. Okay, look, clearly you have a major issue that you disagree on. Correct. But what you don't do is steal the result. Because if he doesn't want a child now, isn't it possible that he really might not want one when he's got one? Yeah. And then you'd be in a real pickle, right? Yes. So I asked you the question earlier, why do you think you lie, right? And what's the problem with that if you see one? The problem is that I hurt people in the process. Yeah, you could, and you did, including yourself. Right. But see, here's the thing, it's an immature response. 
And, and if you're going to be in this relationship, you may not want to be. If, if he doesn't ever want kids and, and that biological clock is ticking within you, then you may not want back in this relationship. You need to be honest with yourself and straight up enough with him and say, look, I want to be a mother. I want to have a child. If you're not willing to commit to that with me in some way on some timetable that we can negotiate and agree to, at least when we'll start trying to do that, then I need to know that now. You're entitled to know that. You said, I'm confused. He says, no, yes, maybe sometime, timeline, blah, 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 blah. Look, if the answer's not what you want, then you need to admit that. That's the mature response to admit that you don't have the union here that you need because you want to be a mother if he doesn't want to be a father. But it is immature to just say, well, I'll just take it. I'll just, I'll just get him to get me pregnant. And then he says, well, how did this happen? And then he's unhappy about it. You would be in a worse situation than you are now, right? Right. Now, I actually have somebody here that specializes in this. Dr. Robert Feldman is the author of The Liar in Your Life, The Way to Truthful Relationships. So thanks for being here. You've made a huge study of this. I've opined here that I think this is a very immature response on her part. Why do people lie generally? People lie because they can get away with it, because it works for them. It's a way to get along with other people. It's a way to control your world. And it's a way that you can use to make other people do what you want them to do. What do men lie for? What's their general purpose? Men usually lie uh, to make themselves look better. They build themselves up. They embellish who they are, what they've Their accomplishments, the things yeah. that they've done. Women tend to lie more to make other people feel good, um, to make them feel good about themselves. Well, all the women are not in their heads, and so we look like jerks. Well. <laughs> so we lie to thump our chest, and they lie to make other people feel better. Exactly. Well, exactly. what a jip. One of the things you say is that parents actually do teach their kids to lie. Oh, sure. You know, we, we always think that we're, we're telling our kids to always be honest, always tell the truth. But the reality is there are instances where we do quite the opposite. So um, we'll say, oh, uh, Grandma, knit you this new sweater. She's going to come over and give it to you. I know you're not going to like it, but tell her that you love it. Yeah, so we teach our kids to lie, but it seems to be a white lie. It's a white lie. You can call it a white lie. But the problem is these white lies can snowball into bigger and bigger kinds of lies. So you've really got to be careful, and I think you've really got to draw the line. So what's a typical female lie? Oh, you look terrific. Oh, I agree with you. I love that movie, too. Yeah, I, I looked at a list of this, uh, and they were on the list. I love what you're wearing. What a beautiful baby. Uh, you look so thin. You haven't aged at all. I was just about to call you. This is delicious. Um, sorry I'm late, traffic was terrible, and I love this one, your secret is safe with me. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. You know, I was working on this show yesterday, and I was asking Robin and some of her friends were over there about what the biggest lies are that they tell. You remember that you said one when I was leaving the room. You didn't think I heard this. Oh, no. I, I did say, um, I really cannot remember the last lie I told him. Yeah, that was a lie. That was a lie. But you lie. know what they said, doctor, when I was walking out, you know what they said? They all said, yeah, the biggest lie is, yes, dear, we really want your opinion. Right. <laughs> I said that. I really want to know what you think. Yeah, I love that. And I love uh, one, of, one of your favorites is, this isn't new. 
<laughs> I've had this for a couple of years. years. <laughs> yes, it's like you think I never get anything new. No, apparently you don't, because no matter... Because nothing's new. I mean, new. she can walk out of the store with the tags hanging off of it, so this isn't new. No, no. This isn't new. Well, in the last seven seasons of this show, I've always been the one to ask the guests to bare their souls and give me the unvarnished truth, like I have with you. And I've said that now it's my turn. Actually, it wasn't my idea, I just acquiesced to it. So we now have a new feature this season called It's Your Turn, Dr. Phil. And it's a chance for you guys to put me in the hot seat and ask me anything you want. And I hear Tracy has a question for me. So, Tracy, where are you? Right okay, here. what's your question? Be Hi, gentle. <laughs> I'm never gentle, so don't be gentle. What's the question? Okay, what is the biggest lie you told as a child? You know my kids watch this show, right? Yeah. <laughs> the biggest lie I told as a child, oh, yeah. I was living in Oklahoma City. And I was 13, and my parents were gone, and my buddy and I decided to take the car for a joyride. It gets worse. <laughs> I went around the first corner, and the right front tire came clear off the rim. So I thought, oh, my God, we're going to be in huge trouble. So we went back, got the wheel off the car, got it on his motorcycle, his scooter, went up, got it fixed, patched it up, had to do it ourselves, we didn't have the money and the guy wouldn't do it, got it aired up, went back, put it on the car, jacked it up, went in the house, act like nothing was wrong. My dad came in and said, what happened to the tire? I said, what tire? I don't know what you're talking about. He said, well, it was flat when I left this morning. Uh <laughs> Busted. I mean busted. All right, up next, she was engaged to what she thought was her soulmate until she hired a private investigator and found out that her soulmate was still married. We're going to talk to her when we come back. We're going to find out how to get the trust going in this, and I'm not answering any damn questions. <laughs> we'll be right back. My ex started developing a tendency to make plans with me and never show up, and sometimes not even call to let me know he wasn't coming. I finally hired an investigator to help me confirm what I was thinking. He was not divorced. He did not move out of his house. He was not living with his parents. His ex moved back in. I don't know if I can ever trust my ex again. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. talking about lying today, and sometimes we do it because we're just up against a brick wall. We can actually box people in where we increase the risk of lying. You want children very badly, do you not? Yes. How bad do you want a child? Pretty badly, yeah. I mean, I was willing to lie to him for a year, the person that I married that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. It was a huge pull. I, 
Do you owe her clarity on this? Yeah, I believe I do. If you don't ever want children, tell this woman the truth so she can move on to someone else because that's part of what she wants. I feel it in your voice. I see it in your eyes. You want a child. and You deserve a child. And you went at it the wrong way. But I think you get that at this point. Do you get it? Yeah. I mean, do you get it? Oh, yeah. You're not a bad person. You went at this the wrong way. And you owe her a straight answer. Not right now. Y'all think about it, talk about it. But you owe her a straight answer. And it may not be what you want. But fight for what you want. Negotiate for what you want. Don't just try to take it. Now, Dr. Feldman, why do you say that there are not innocent lies? I agree with you, by the way. I'm just curious why you say that. Because every lie has a cost. Even if we um, are telling what seems a totally harmless lie, we know we're telling that lie. And it causes a kind of, of, of smudge on the relationship. I agree. I mean, it's part of your character. I mean, you know you're lying. And that's why I say that's a lie to yourself as well as to somebody else. Now, my next guest, Michelle, suspected that her fiancé was telling her some pretty big ones. So she hired a private investigator to look into him. Take a look at this. My ex-fiancé lied to me for years. I thought we'd be married by now, but he's not even divorced. Seven years ago, I met my ex-fiancé. I found out that he was married through our mutual friend. He never wore a wedding ring. Our relationship changed about three to four years ago. He told me he was getting a divorce. Our relationship became more romantic about six months after he told me his divorce was final. He gave me the engagement ring. I was really happy and thought we could start planning for our future, but my ex started developing a tendency to make plans with me and never show up, and sometimes not even call to let me know he wasn't coming. It really hurt. And the fact that he was so inconsiderate, I would never do that to him. After dealing with all of this for so long, I finally hired an investigator to help me confirm what I was thinking. He was not divorced. He did not move out of his house. He was not living with his parents. His ex moved back in. I don't know if I can ever trust my ex again. I feel like I was the fool. And I should have never taken that ring from him. But you did take the ring. Yes, I did. What's the lie you're telling yourself? I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But what's the lie you told yourself? You had, because you're a smart woman. Come on, we know you. We've talked to you. We've interviewed you. We, here, come up here. Come, come, come up here. We need to talk. You are a smart woman. Have a seat. What's the lie you're telling yourself? Let's start with this. Who are you in love with? Probably him more than myself. Well, I wonder... I wonder if you're in love with him or you're in love with who you wish he was. Here's who he is. He lied about the divorce. He lied about his wife moving out. He lied about living with his parents. He lied about the house being sold. Uh, he, he, he lies about his son uh, breaking his arm. Daughter threw up. Traffic, raining too hard, flat tires. We invited him to come to the show. Yes, you did. And, and talk about this. Um, he was supposed to come to the show, but he kept coming with an excuse. He said he needed to find a babysitter. We said, no problem. We'll just fly the children to L.A. with you. Oh, well, uh, okay, I'll just have to fill out some simple forms at school. Fine. Next morning, well, the school was giving him a hard time, although he took him out for a week earlier in the year. 
then we ask him to join by satellite. Said, no problem. Don't even come. Don't bring the kids. Keep school out of it. We'll just send a satellite truck. We'll hook up with you there. Well, he's needed a babysitter. He didn't trust his 12-year-old there, which he's many times before. We said, okay, forget about the satellite. Just get on the phone. You, you can sit there with the kids in your lap. I'll just call you on the phone, buddy. All you got to do is just say, hello. Never heard back. All of a sudden, he quit returning phone calls. Now, what are you pretending not to know? Well, Dr. Phil, do you think that I've been too easy, like, on him? Do you think that I should have... No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Let, let me kind of go over if, if, um, if I told Robin, by the way, I'm married to somebody else. Um... I don't know. I'd go over R with you? No. <laughs> Not at all. But he didn't tell me he was married to someone else. He told me he was divorced. And your point is? And that's why I accepted his engagement ring. Okay, but you now know. Oh, yes. And you're still kind of... Well, I'm still talking to him. I'm not dating him or seeing But if he came after you... He... Pretty hesitant to go through this. Pretty solo. hesitant. Well, very hesitant, okay? Very hesitant. Oh, my God. Okay, not at all. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, this guy needs to be so in your rearview mirror. You need to get so rid of him. I'll guarantee you, you have caught him in every lie possible. You, and, and, and like I said, for every rat you see, there's 50 you don't. This is just what you know. He may have three other women. You may be number five. He may have his wife plus three, and then there's you. You don't know, do you? No, I don't. The problems with this are at so many different levels. You, you absolutely have to be honest with yourself and say, I've hooked up with a guy that is a liar. He is dishonest. He is not worthy of my companionship. I'm going to get out of this. How Michelle can trust again when we come back. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. To spank. I have a three-year-old nephew who I will spank in public. Or not to spank. How dare you walk around the house with a belt threatening a three-year-old? That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Do you have any other questions? Um, yes. How do I trust another Man, after all this, this has been going on for two and a half years. Well, you had to be complicit in this deception. Trust me, you had to really participate. You had to be willfully blind. You need to get rid of this guy. You need to find another guy. You need to understand that people who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. You need to let people earn your trust with your eyes wide open. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. And when you meet someone and they start getting close to you, you need to say, I'm going to be very honest with you here. I've been really burned and deceived. 
So if I seem a little standoffish, if I seem a little suspicious, let me tell you why. And if that's too much of a burden for you in this relationship, then I understand that. I really do. But you need to understand where I'm coming from here. And I think if you'll say that, and somebody's interested in you, they'll respect that unless they've got something to hide. And the sooner you find that out, the better off you'll be. So just, just put it right out there. That's the hardest part, moving on. Thank you. The hardest part is moving on from this guy? Well, no, be honest. I have feelings that my feelings just won't go away. Yeah, but here's the thing that you, I want you to think about. You are grieving for the loss of the man you wish he was. You aren't grieving for the loss of the man he is. You thought he was a terrific guy. You thought he was wonderful and caring and giving and committed and, and plugged in, right? But he wasn't. So you're grieving for the loss of who you wish he had been. I think I'm grieving the loss of my friend because we were friends before we started dating. Your friend used you and abused you and lied to you and played you for a fool. I'm sorry, that's the harsh reality of life. That is, you know, you misjudge this guy. And so how will you judge again? You'll learn from what has happened here and you'll ask some hard questions going in. You know, don't make the next guy pay for the sins of the one before, but you do need to be honest about him. And, and I understand that you, you have a sense of loss here, but you're the victim here. But you need to be your own best friend. He's, he's the one at fault here, not you very afraid to move on. Yeah. And you'll be afraid until you start to heal some of your emotions. And that won't happen until you admit this guy's done. It's over. Cut him out of your life. Don't ease him out of your life. Cut him out of your life. And the sooner you do that, the sooner you'll begin to heal. You'll be open to other people and other relationships. All right. My advice on how to change your relationship with a liar when we come back. DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... If you have high blood pressure like me, you need powerful cold medicine with a heart. Coracetin HBP for cold and flu won't raise your blood pressure. Coracetin HBP. Travel consideration provided by... For my arthritis, I use new capsaicin quick relief gel. Starts working on contact and at the nerve level to block pain for hours. New capsaicin takes the pain out of arthritis. Everybody, we are back for season eight. So if you want to be in the audience and you're in the Los Angeles area, then come join us because we have a lot of fun here, right? All right. Call 323-461-PHIL, 323-461-7445. Or email us at drphil.com. Well, I've got some advice on how to change your relationship with a liar. Now, first, remember that you teach people how to treat you, okay? And, and what I mean by that is you've got to be willing to have your eyes wide open. We just talked about the fact you, you know you were in denial at times. You forgave because you wanted it to be different, right? Right. And so you teach somebody they can get away with lies to you. Next, you can't change what you don't acknowledge. You have got to be honest with yourself about whether somebody is, is abusing you, using you, misrepresenting things to you. So you got to be real with yourself and your partner. And the big part for me is yourself. Look, if you lie to yourself, you're the filter. You're the way the world gets to you. So if you're distorting, then you're totally lost. You want to be as forthcoming as you can be before you enter into a commitment. Look, 
if something is, is not right about you, you, you think you've got a bad trait or characteristic, it's going to come out eventually. You might as well be honest. And you need to hear your partner. Ask yourself if you're willing to settle for what you're doing. And you settled, right? And you don't want to settle I anymore. I don't want to settle All right. anymore. Now, before the show, we asked the studio audience to write down the biggest lies they've ever told. Now it's time to see uh, who wants to fess up. Now, the first one was, I told a girl my dog died, so I get out of going to the date with her, but nobody fessed up to that. Anybody want to fess up? Oh, that's you? Okay. Actually, that's pretty creative. Uh, but stand up. Why didn't you just tell her you didn't want to go out with her? Because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. Okay. And I that's... wasn't attracted to her, like physically, I guess. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, actually, you bring up a, you, you, is this, do you know this woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> you seem to be having a lot of trouble over here. <laughs> see, but actually, there's, there's a psychologist named Carl Rogers that talks about this. He says there's a difference between being genuine yeah. and being brutally honest. I mean, if you just said, look, I'm not coming over there because I don't like you. I, I'm not attracted to you. You're, you just you have nothing that appeals to me. That would be honest, mm -hmm. but it would be brutal. But you could be genuine and and not brutal at the same time. You could say, "Look, um, I don't really think this is the right thing for us to do, and I, you know, I, it doesn't feel right to me, and I don't want to waste your time or whatever. So I'm just I'm just going to give you a heads up. You could have said that, or dog died, either one. I mean. <laughs> Uh, it's something to think about. Okay, now, is that purse a real Prada? Why, yes, it is. Who said that? Oh, that was you? Okay, stand up. So, is your purse real? No. No. <laughs> but girls say that. Why would you say that? Do I girls hear, ask that of other gonna girls? If you're going to be rude enough to ask, I'm going to be rude enough to, <laughs> to lie about it. Do y'all really ask that? <laughs> All right. I faked an orgasm and said sex was great when I just wanted it to be over. So we got a player in here somewhere. Where's the player? Oh! Oh! Okay. Stand up. Okay. All right. So... So it's not friends in the family. So this is, this is your grandmother. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, price of poker just went up. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so was this recently? No, 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 no. Many, many, many long years ago. Many, many, many long, many long years <laughs> and ago. And I'm still married to the man. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. Obviously, I did it right, right? <laughs> yeah, apparently something's working. We'll be right back. For more information on relationships, how to improve the one you're in, or rescue yours from the brink, log on to drphil.com. Well, I want to thank all of my guests today. And now, Dr. Feldman is here. His latest book is The Liar in Your Life. Help the men here. So how do you respond to the question from your wife, do these jeans make me look fat? <laughs> I mean, okay, because you say there are no good lies, but there's also no point in sticking your head in a wood chipper. Okay, yeah. so how do you answer that? Uh, there are ways to do it that, that are nice. I mean, you can say, 
Um, it's a nice style, but you know, you have a bunch of other jeans that look a lot better on you. Oh, no, 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 no. Have, have, have you met Robin? <laughs> no, I know. No. That would not work. That's the wood chipper response it, it, right there. It, it wouldn't work on my wife either. So what would you say if I said that to you? You know, I always give you an out as well. I say, you know, you can tell me the truth because I have another pair I could put on. And he never tells the truth. He always says, no, they look great. They look great. I say, no, tell me the truth. How do you know I'm not telling the truth? <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> That's right. And I ain't telling. <laughs> All right. For more about today's show, log on to drphil.com. Thanks for being here. So long. Have you met Robin? <laughs> no, I know. No. That would not work. That's the wood chipper response it, it, right there. It, it wouldn't work on my wife either. So what would you say if I said that to you? You know, I always give you an out as well. I say, you know, you can tell me the truth because I have another pair I could put on. And he never tells the truth. He always says, no, they look great. They look great. I say, no, tell me the truth. How do you know I'm not telling the truth? <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> that's right. And I ain't telling. All right. For more about today's show, log on to drphil.com. Thanks for being here. So long. <laughs>